and welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. And this is a podcast all about reality TV. That's the truth, Nick. And this episode in particular, we will be recapping the challenge, Final Reckoning, episode four. That's right. Season 32. We are in it. Let's do this, Ash. I want to just go ahead and say um, up top that I felt like the theme of this episode, episode four, was all about your gut. Gut? Like the thing that's in your stomach area? The thing that tells you whether or not you should trust it. Oh, okay. You mean that type of gut. Trust your gut. I had labeled this. I had labeled my notes, trust your gut. But then at the end I wrote, can you trust your gut? Ooh. Yeah. So this is just all about whether or not you're in touch with your gut. Can you trust your gut? Do you know what's going on in the world around you based off of feelings? Well, right now my gut feels full. So should I trust that or have a... No, that's your stomach and you have to stop eating candy bars. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to just go ahead and start this off with a previously on. We get Cam and Kaylee in bathtubs looking back behind us. They're giving us the basic rundown. Brittany and Chuck are having drama in the Redemption House. Um, Guess what? The Kyle, Carmaria, and Polly love triangle will continue to be forced down our throats. This time, Faith took a backseat to this love triangle. I was going to say it should be called a love square because they were uh, including her so heavily in the past three apps. But it seems like on this episode, it truly is a triangle. Yeah, definitely. Um, we learned that Cam and Kaylee sent Polly and Natalie to the Redemption House. And then we open up episode four, the night of Polly and Natalie have just left. We're at the main house. Car, Maria, and Kyle are having words in the living room, Kyle is gloating over the fact that he sent Polly home. He's given Car Maria shit about it. She is not happy. She leaves. Kyle just kind of talks junk about Polly with um, Zach and some of the other guys in the house. Sure. I mean, uh, the consensus at this point is uh, Polly is awful. Nobody likes Polly except Kara. And Natalie. It seems like the girls like Polly, but yeah, I don't the know. three I don't, guys I don't, don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. It seems like uh, he rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Mm. But Angela likes him from X on the Beach. We didn't. We didn't hear much from her. Uh, really, there's a little Angela in this episode, but she's yeah. not. She's not. They're not writing this show like Polly's got really any friends except Natalie. When Polly got sent home last episode, Angela said, "Bye, Polly. Love you." But it was just like a little soundbite. She hasn't. Said said anything in an interview like man i really wish polly was still in the house but now that polly is back in the redemption house will he be able to reunite with his other big brother brethren that is the question so natalie and polly show up at the redemption house in the dead of night i like how they always every time in every challenge uh season whenever there's a redemption house the people who show up at the redemption house always seem to have to be waking up the other people in the house yeah it happens at night and nothing goes on in the redemption house people go to bed around 9 30 <laughs> uh, they just drink all of the vodka that they have allotted for them that day and then go right to sleep um, Natalie is very excited to see Devon and Jose. Um, she ma- mentions that she is best friends with them. And I kind of, kind of took me by surprise. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, they were, this is their show. They are the big brother people. 
And then Polly kind of gets into telling the house um, how voting worked because that was the big reveal last episode was that TJ had told everyone, all of the challengers, that for voting uh, for the elimination, they would be doing a secret voting. But then come the challenge, come the actual elimination challenge, when they were in the soccer ball, soccer ball named Armageddon, um, TJ revealed that in fact who you voted for would be revealed if the person, the team you voted for had gotten the majority of votes. That was way more confusing than it needed to be. <laughs> I like when you started talking about the soccer ball uh, that we call Armageddon. Cause if you don't watch the show and haven't listened to any recaps except <laughs> this one, that sounds insane. Okay. They have to go into a tiny soccer ball. Everybody gets shrunk <laughs> down. They're like the size of hot wheel yeah, cars. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You uh, should watch this show. Basically, the reveal is you think you're voting in secret, you're not. So Polly is telling everybody in the Redemption House this. Um, and, you know, so, you know, people don't seem to be that pleased that two more Big Brothers uh, cast members have shown up. Namely, Jenna and Jemmy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have something to lose here. They're realizing, wow, we're kind of outnumbered at this point uh, because we're really the only two challengey people. The other, it, I mean, what was happening is we have a Big Brother team, a challenge team, and an Are You the One team Correct. at this point. And now the numbers are stacked against uh, everybody except the Big Brethren. Correct. That takes us to the main house where this is just a moment for levity. Shane is wearing a helmet to regrow his hair. He looks like a strange robot from Wally. Yeah. Um, he's he talking- kind of looks like uh, like an eighties uh, like an eighties style like futuristic headgear like that's what he's wearing and, and or we, yeah he could be like in a devo music video right exactly we we find out that what he's doing he's trying to regrow his hair because i guess in the the internet altercation he had with kyle off season about kyle's hair plugs kyle said that hey shane check your own hairline you may need some of my hair plugs dog mm. got right in his head mm. and now apparently he's been trying to grow his ha- hair back and he thinks it's working you know it looked great he it gave does us look a, good he gave us a bird's eye view of the top of the crown and it looked thick and luxurious yeah and we also find out that you can in fact hook an old ipod up to these Nick, things why did that detail make you so happy when shane says so, brad asked him can you hook it up and hook up an ipod and shane's like yeah it's made for an old ipod though and nick lost it well it was funny he goes because he, there are earpieces to this head yeah. here and then brad's like hey can you listen to music on that thing and he's like yeah but it's built made for an old ipod like it couldn't just it couldn't be worse you yeah. know what i mean like it's like I'm, i have to wear this stupid thing because i'm afraid that i'm losing my hair and at least there's some music oh but i guess it's only made for an old ipod because no one has an old nobody iPod has anymore. an old ipod like the idea of antiquated technology that so recent to me i don't know that tickles my funny bone it for really some did reason. also get a helmet that was made in the past 10 years because those would have a, a a cord for a new iPod. Or how about some fucking Bluetooth dog? AKA an iPhone. Yeah, get some Bluetooth dog. Jesus. So Shane is asking Brad, um, you know, how do you feel about Brittany not being here? Are you missing her? Like, how are you handling it? And Brad's like, honestly, I kind of have been able to keep my cool because I know that if I let it get to me, it's really going to mess with my game. So my whole plan is to just, tre- you know, stay focused on the game, not think about Brittany. Like, yeah, I did bring her a birthday present. I thought she was going to be here with me in the main house. I'm bummed she's not here, but I cannot focus on it. I must stay focused on on the game and then that scene leads us directly to the redemption house where um chuck is chuck 
from Are You the One, who has teamed up with Brittany. You know Soul Patch Chuck. Yeah, Charles, and we might call him. He um, is trying to win Brittany back because they had gotten in a big fight the night before where she was screaming in his face. We're still not sure what ignited the fight. Well, they show that it, it was sort of... Um, igni- Truth or dare? It, yeah, and it, it seemed to be purposely ignited by the other castmates in the Redemption House, trying to start trouble, trying to start dissension between that team. You know what? This reminds me um, that the episode title for last week was Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yep. And then I remembered that we had listened to an interview with Brittany, and she basically said that she had been ghosted by her boyfriend of two years, that she went on the challenge, came back and he was gone hadn't said he lived with her he was completely gone hadn't said anything to her that is not a crazy ex-girlfriend she is reacting normally it is pretty wild and also um she keeps using the word that he abandoned me he abandoned me yeah i mean there's there's a lot going on there there's a lot going on there's some issues there if you're saying abandoned that's that's goes straight to the parents come on britney all eyes come on there's something going on there all eyes it's no there's it's britney with like oh the way she yeah 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 britney it's like all eyes. Uh, like, there's that's there's something to be said there as well. That means something to you. Yeah, it actually means the name Brittany. Okay, he sounded out. So Chuck is trying to win her back by bringing her coffee, and then they go outside to have like a little <laughs> chat. By the way, she's like so taken by this. Like they had this huge blowout, and then not like Chuck's like I'm gonna try to smooth things over. I've brewed some uh, old ass coffee we have here. <laughs> um, the Keurig broke, so I had to sort of uh, go out and just kind of get some. Gr- grinds going I scraped some shit together anyway I put it in this cup and uh, I'm gonna see if I could smooth things over and then he puts it on her nightstand like wakes her up and she's like looks over and she's like uh, gives him a pound and he's like let's just let bygones be good bygones and she kind of pounds him back then he walks away and then in her interview she's like that son of a bitch knew how to get right to my heart. <laughs> smooth things over she he knew exactly what I wanted in the morning a cup of coffee I think I still have feelings for him wow. or something like that. Wow. I, you know, it was just like, yeah, that's the literally the smallest olive branch. It really could, is. It's not even a branch. No. It's like an olive twig. Also, he like clearly brewed too much coffee. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was like, well, you know what? I can either pour this down the sink or uh, give this to Brittany. <laughs> I, I'll give it to Brittany. We'll see what happens. Also, it's like everyone loves coffee. That's not yeah, like unique that's to saying. you, Brittany. Brittany's like, he did the one thing, you know, that yeah. really is going to get me. And it's like, girl, that we all love coffee in the morning. Yeah. Nick brought me some coffee this morning. It made my day. Yeah. You know, we weren't even in a fight. Yeah, but I had to forage for it. Okay? Yeah, you had I to had... go fight people in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't just brew it out of my uh, Mr. Coffee. So Chuck and Brittany, they're enjoying their coffee outside. They're chatting. And Polly from Big Brother, who just entered the Redemption House, he is spying on them. He is watching them and he is saying basically i am studying these two because i am going to use whatever is going on between them to get into brad's head paulie's so intense here brushing his teeth staring out the window he was drinking coffee no he was brushing his teeth vigorously are you sure yes watching them have this moment and I was like, look at him brush his teeth for this long. I thought and he was drinking coffee. That's no. brushing your teeth too long. No, he was brushing his teeth for like fifteen for for like fifteen minutes. It was insane. He was just staring out the second story window. And he said, also, he said she still loves him. And then I was just like, why does everyone think Britney is still in love with Chuck? Is what I wrote down. Somebody told him that. That's why that they they edited oh, that whole scene together. You're right. They also made they also edited like a little line. I, they clearly pieced it together because they cut to Polly when Britney was saying this line. You are you 
Okay, you. I think you might be talking about something different. I, I'm sorry I gave you the signal for me to jump in because I thought you were going to say when Polly and Natalie first got to the house and they were finding out about the Redemption House, um, Jose was like, Brittany's crazy. Yeah. Brittany's crazy. <clears throat> and and like later, that, that conversation continued. We didn't see it. And they were like, right. they're in love still. They're in love yeah. still. He didn't get that by watching them out the window You're while right. they're like literally just talking over coffee. And the interview made it seem that way. They also, that's, that edit of that scene in particular made it seem like when Chuck said, uh, um, uh, when they kind of smooth things over outside and Brittany goes, uh, you know, I just, I, I just can't, I just can't be mad at you. And then Chuck's like, you can't get mad at this pretty face, huh? Can't stay mad at this pretty face talking about his own face. They then cut away and we see Polly brushing his teeth intensely watching out the window. We don't see what he's looking at. We just see him peering out a window at some point. Then you hear Brittany say, while we see Polly, like, agree about how she thinks that Ch- Chuck's face is beautiful. They, oh. they added a line in to be like, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, and, and clearly she didn't say that at that moment. You tricky, tricky editors. But, but as this story pans out in this episode, you know, this is what the episode is uh, amounting to. Is Brad going to have an issue with the relationship that Brittany and Chuck uh, are re- uh, they're regaining in this redemption house? There, it doesn't even seem like they're regaining a relationship. No, it seems it, like they're able to talk to each other civilly. No, yes, exactly. But the the Big Brother people are clearly trying to spin it that way, yeah. and the editing is making us feel like, well, maybe Brad does have something to worry about. When yeah. really, I don't think anything happens You're between right. them. I agree, hundred percent. So we're still in the redemption house. Everybody's kind of hanging out. Um, and this is when Polly tells Brittany and Chuck, if I make it back to the main house, I'm going to tell Brad that you two were boning and uh, that you made me watch. And, um, this was interesting because a, I like how Polly put himself in this fake sexual fantasy. Yeah, I know. He's like, <laughs> and you made me watch. He said something like, and I had to watch him ride. Yeah, and you I or had something. to watch. You rode his dong and I yeah. had to watch. I'm like, why do you have to watch? Why do you have to be there? Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> Just to prove your point. Yeah. We get it. I you, think we'd all know if this happened. Yeah. He inserted himself in this make-believe sexual fantasy. It was odd. But other than that, I do like this move. Agreed. I was, he's just like, hey, fuck it. And like, literally, it was such an alpha male, like, I'm taking over the vibe of this house move. No one, maybe they did say anything. Everybody kind of just stared at their coffee and they were like, whoa, like, that's pretty intense. But nobody was like, hey, fuck you, don't do that. Chuck was kind of like, yo, bro, that would make me feel weird. Okay. And he kind of laughed it off. Like, he kind of cowered a little bit. Yeah. Somebody's threatening your game there, like, kind of being like, I'm going to that house and I'm going to fucking wreck your relationship. And no one says a word. It's very bizarre. It's, It's weird. It's weird. And it's also like a respectable thing with Polly because he, you know, spoiler alert, he does do that at the end of this episode. And so I was kind of like, man, he told him he was going to do it. And then he did it. There's something, if he had not told them and he had done that, it would have been much more shady in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But the fact that all the cards were on the table, I kind of respected it. Yeah. I mean, at the time I thought, you know, he didn't have to tell her that though. He didn't have to. And, and I think that's just trying to fuck with her game in the house and also being like, well, I have feelings for Chuck anyway, so maybe if he's going to just tell him anyway, I might as well make it. You know, there are implications if this would have played out in different ways. Mm, yeah, it's so, a chess move that could have gone in a lot of different and, directions. And I don't think that it, he was doing anybody any favors. I kind of disagree with that line of thinking. Oh, okay. I think he was being like, 
I'm fucking pissed off and I'm just going to say fuck you all and, uh, and fucking ruin everything. Yeah. And he has this attitude throughout this episode and it culminates with what you're saying at the end, which is the big blow up at the end. Um, You know what? I think that you might be right. I think I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt by thinking he wants to be an honest player. He's being a <laughs> shithead on purpose, uh, but I still respect it out of like desperation and anger. Who knew Polly, one of the most boring per- people Seriously. on X on the Beach would be such a shit starter yeah. on the challenge. Well, apparently he was a fucking big shot on Big Brother, though. I mean, yeah. we don't know about his history there. That's not our thing. So that takes us to the main house where Kaylee is sort of um, throwing Nelson under the bus in a room with Johnny, CT, and Zach. And she's just telling them basically that Nelson still liked her. And he, he came and he visited her after vendettas. And it was just for the day. And she sent him home at 5 a.m. And then um, Johnny does what he does best, which is is college humor he was like i heard that uh, nelson had clams and nelson said he, he ate clams while he was over there yeah and then somebody she's like what's a, what's that mean i don't like seafood and she doesn't even know what a clam is and then someone's like uh, she's like what's a clam what's a clam and then someone's like uh, he ate fur burgers and she you know it's just, he, he said that i made him burgers he really said this she's playing dumb here right i think i mean come on you got to know these, these and euphemisms. And then uh, CT is like, wow, we've said every everything to describe a vagina or whatever. And she's like, uh, furry meatballs, a vagina? And they all laugh. Once yeah. again, uh, Johnny's humor strikes uh, here. And it says, if you're if you're with us every week, you know, we, we kind of went into it last week. Johnny is, um, his, his, his humor is 1999. Yeah. Nick likes to say that Johnny Bananas will chase a that's what she said off the Brooklyn Bridge. Right. And, and once again, we're going to make T-shirts and all that good <laughs> stuff. So. Um, so then that brings us right back to the Redemption House. And this scene really, I saw no point in this scene. It was Brittany, Jenna, and Jemmy sunning. And they're talking about, you know, what they will do if they win the million dollars, half a million dollars. And then Jemmy does this whole uh interview where she's saying like the redemption house is good for me because if I make it back to the main house I haven't gotten involved in any drama and I've been able to keep my mental game in check and it's like duh why is this being spelled out to us like this they're just trying to build up like oh boy Jenna really needs to get back in this house and she really feels like it later we're getting more you know you'll talk about a scene in which Zach is declaring his love for well I was Jenna. talking about what I just said was Jemmy said oh that. I understand that but like this whole scene is just a build up towards the end of this oh. i mean that's the only reason for it we don't yeah. need to see this redemption house anymore by the way we're pushing halfway through this episode and uh we're not getting any development in the main house yeah like nothing's happening it's just a redemption house episode so far yeah that takes us back to the main house a lot of love stuff this app back at the main house zach and nelson are talking about jenna and nelson's basically being like i want a girl like jenna and zach's like man you're never gonna get a girl like jenna and then <laughs> nick is like zach's hammered oh zach was hammered so they're having this conversation it's just basically zach uh declaring why uh jenna's so great and it's because he she loves him there's never mention of him loving her at all ever yeah. it's just like man you just hold on to a girl who loves you that hard she'll do anything for me yeah. it's like all the stuff that she'll do for him and he doesn't mention anything he's definitely glazed over in the eyes nelson the what the questions he's saying asking him 
I should have tipped me off earlier. He's like, man, what's it mean to really be in love? Like, clearly they're so drunk <laughs> sitting on bunk beds talking. Nelson's doing that thing where he's just like, he's man. romanticizing everything. And like, he's like, he's like, Kaylee, man, I, I really thought I had what you and Jenna have. And then uh, like literally when he says that, um, Zach laughs. He's like, are you kidding me, man? And he just wants to say, Kaylee is trash. I don't like her. She, you, you hung out with her for like nine days on the challenge. Yeah. We found out that you just visited her for like a half hour and all you did was talk about the challenge while you were there. You blew it. You didn't even eat any firm meatballs. <laughs> I mean, we know that Kaylee's not the one, but like, you know, Nelson, this is his character, man. It really is. And it reminded me of a interview that he did. Like, it must have been on Dirty 30 where he was going into an elimination against Hunter and he was like, putting Hunter on a, a pedestal where he was like, I just like look up to him. Like that's the kind of guy I want to be, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like he's a guy who's like, did you beat up that girl? Or like, there was some like crazy thing happening with this guy. I, I, I shouldn't have said beat up that girl. I don't remember. What are you talking was. about? <clears throat> I'm just saying Hunter was not like a role model. Oh, you know what I mean? Right. Like he was like being shitty. Right. Hunter yeah. didn't beat up a girl, but Hunter is not a <laughs> okay, role good, model. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter's not a role model. And we learned that when Hunter did not break up the fight between Nelson and Derek. Yeah. That's when uh, Hunter really dropped the ball in my eyes. R.I.P. Hunter. R.I.P. Hunter. So then this takes us to the living room where Johnny and Shane are having their own lovers butting heads. Um, Shane is just like basically calling Johnny out like I know you voted for me and Nelson and Johnny's like I didn't like you just went around and asked everybody who they voted for like why do you think they're gonna be honest with you like don't ask me like if I voted for you in front of everybody and then Shane's like of course I'm gonna ask you if you voted for me in front of everybody because I want all these motherfuckers to hear what you have to say and hold you responsible right and 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 uh Johnny who did vote for Shane and yeah. Nelson uh, Chain did the math correctly. Yeah. And he is acting so guilty in this scene. It's, it's insane. And he's so hurt. He's like, you pull me aside. If Hey, listen, if you yeah, need to ask to me, me a question, yeah. you do it like a normal human being and you remove that person from a room <laughs> and you sit them down and you quietly ask them a question. No. Never I, talk to me in front of other people. I love that Shane is just challenging him. Like, did you vote for, or are you going to vote for us every time? You know? And it's like Shane's putting the pressure on Johnny and Johnny has, is acting like his back is against the wall. We also get a little glimpse that Kyle seems to hate Johnny as well. Like, ah, that felt playful. It did, but every interview he gets, he's like, Johnny's a real piece of shit and I hate <laughs> his guts and he's a worm. And, and you know, and, and it does seem like anytime Johnny leaves the room, Kyle's like, that guy sucks, am I right? But yeah. like when he's in the room he's trying to be his best friend which is kyle's game kyle you ready for this nick this is gonna blow your mind kyle right now while we're watching him is 25 oh my god i would have put <laughs> maybe 20 years on that i mean this guy he i looks, thought he was 35 he, he looks road hard and put away wet 25. that's all i'm saying yeah can you believe that? Because um, he, he is acting sort of like this is high school. And then I was like, oh, he's 25. It makes sense. He's barely out of high school. Um, it's like seven years out of whatever. high school. Whatever. I'm barely out of high school. Yeah. You know, it's all it's all relative. Yeah. However you want to spend the We're numbers. We're all relatives. We're all related. This takes us to the pool at the main house. And Angela's getting lubed up by bananas. At one point, it looks like he's kissing her butt. I don't know what's going on. I imagine that was suntan lotion and not lube. He was oh, that's what I meant, lube. Up. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay. um, like so he was like spraying SPF on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess saying lubed up does imply <laughs> yeah. actual lube. In this house? Yeah. He's he's putting lotion on her. 
Um, and she has fallen for bananas, and bananas has fallen for her. Has she? She always brings up the fact about how good of a player he is in the house, and yeah. then goes, and he's also cute. I don't know if she's falling for him in, in like a real romantic way. Plus, uh, we get reminded that uh, she's got to what? Who? Torai? Torai. Yeah. I mean, like, we all watch X on the Beach. Come on now. She did everything for him. Yeah, come on. My where, my tour, where my tour arrived? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. I hate to mix things, but I mean, uh, if you guys are uh, 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 blowhards, uh, you, you listen to us every week. You know that we broke some false news way back, <laughs> way back in the day uh, about Torai and Chelsea. Torai and Chelsea. We will reiterate: did not hook up. Yeah, but he tried. And 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 that's that's for another day. It's yeah, for another day. we'll save that little juicy tidbit the next time Chelsea pops into our life. Um, so basically, I don't, I don't remember who calls Angela out, but in their interview, they're basically like, bananas runs the same game on the rookie girls cause they don't know better. And Angela is just like trying to sleep with bananas to up her status in the house. Um, th- this is Zach. Zach says this. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he, and he draws the parallels between Natalie and, uh, uh, What's her name? Angela. Um, Natalie. Yeah, Natalie and Angela. Yep. Now, this is something I found interesting is that Bananas is like, I like Angela. She's got, like, she likes, I like her. Bananas has, didn't talk openly like that about Natalie. No, I, not I really, I didn't see no. him talk openly about Nani like that. Yeah, I've sure. Never Nani seen was him. a secret because he was, he had a girlfriend. So he wasn't talking about anybody openly. The last challenge he was on, that was like the game on challenge. And Natalie was the first person that he was like game oning. Right. Okay. Um, Everything so, else was a sneaky cheat. Everything else was a sneaky cheat. So then we see Nelson and Kaylee having an intense convo about their past relationship. I think that this scene, I'm 90% sure, opens up with Nelson saying, I'm an emotional weird guy. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And Kaylee's like, I know. And then he's like, you really hurt me. And she's like, good. I wanted to hurt you. You hurt me me and here's something i made a note of i wrote kaylee is very self-aware do you agree with that or not i think you gotta be when you've been doing reality for as long as she has she's good she's seen herself quite a bit being played out on tv yeah she's good and she's honest about her emotions and i know that she had like a history in the UK reality world where people thought of her as untrustworthy and a snake and stuff. But as far as I've seen on the challenge, she's like putting it all out there and not only putting it all out there, by, but standing by her convictions, even if they are questionable. Sure. I mean, I, I feel like Nelson um, is just kind of like a puppy dog and still is in trouble of uh, getting hurt in this relationship. But uh Kaylee, so far, I will say on this challenge, has only seemed to get along with everybody. Yeah. And um, be successful and bond with her teammates. Yeah. I mean, uh, Killa Cam deemed her princess uh, uh, Kaylee. Queen Queen Kaylee. Didn't you call her Queen Queen Cam? Queen Cam and Princess Kaylee. Oh, is that what happened? I I believe. I thought she was also a queen. Anyway, she she called her a princess. Let's let it be known that Kaylee Kaylee has gotten farther than Kayla. Remember Mm her? And also, where's Anissa? God. So that brings us to the redemption house. Everybody's hanging out in the living room. Chuck tells Brittany to put some panties on. I mean, Brittany, don't put, I mean, he tells her to put some pants on because she's just in her panties. Brittany, your body is banging. Run around in those panties if you want to. Earlier in the episode, somebody somebody also made a comment, put some pants on while they were like eating breakfast. But everybody 
seems to be wearing their bikinis around the house. Brittany can wear her panties around the house. She looks great, and she's probably drunk. Come on. People seem to be upset with this behavior. It's like, what are they doing in the redemption house? I'd be lounging around in my underwear, too. You know it's hot. They're dogging on Brittany is what they're doing in that house. Jenna shows up. She has a message from TJ, and it is basically like, get your stuff together. Pack up and show up. Come see me in the desert. We're going to work this out. It's time for redemption, baby. Um, Polly has a message that he says in his interview, basically about to his girlfriend, where it's like, I, I told my girlfriend, like, if I'm coming here to do this and I won't come home any, empty handed. So I'm going to go prove this, you know, that I can do this to her. And then we go to the elimination um, and we see the double cross. We see the double crosses set up for double crosses. Jemmy goes, ah, double cross. It really came full circle. This uh, Nick, you want to you want to say something about her saying that? She just is reminding us that we saw this from the Dirty Thirty, and then they remind us that the Dirty Thirty was the first installment in the trilogy in which we are ending right now with Final Reckoning, and in the middle, the second episode that was Vendetta's. No, but I mean, you had a problem when she said full circle because you were like, nothing's oh. come full circle. It's just- oh no, it's a callback. Yeah. That's just my little technical thing. It's not full circle. It's not like this is how it started and now it will end. In this way, how ironic! It, it no, they're just bringing a call back to what they're calling the trilogy, which makes no sense. Yeah, none of it makes any sense yet. So yet. TJ says this is the four horsemen of the apocalypse. One team is going back to the main house. One team is going back to the redemption house, and two teams are going home. How this works? There are four crosses to pick from. One of them is the double cross. Whatever team picks the double cross gets to pick then the team they will face in an elimination. If you did not pick the double cross and you were not picked by the team that picked the double cross, then you are going home. That means two teams out of the four will go home. Wow. Uh, Jose and Devon, they go up first and they go back and forth with like who's going to, which cross should we pull? They pull the cross and... Uh -uh. Did not pull the double cross. Then Natalie and Polly go up, and they're having some back and forth. Natalie's gut is telling her to pick this one. Polly's like, nope, I'm feeling this one. And then Polly says in an interview, um, you know, Natalie's all over the place, and I'm like, we're doing it my way this time. We're doing it my way. So this is really when it gets into the gut instinct, right? Mm -hmm. Using those psychic powers. Can I get a drum roll, please? Bum, bada, bum, 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 bum. Polly pulls the double cross. Ding, 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 ding. Cut to a great line that should be on a sweatshirt when Jemmy says, this big brother douchebag pulled a double cross. Yeah. She was not happy. Super pissed and was also like clearly upset with the whole big brother situation as well. Yeah, she should be because you know what? Polly and Natalie, why would they pick her? I think I even saw her tweet this week earlier. uh, Hey, does this big brother uh, challenge crossover go other, the other way too? Or are we the only ones, you know, giving things? Yeah, basically. That's a good question. I'd love to see some challengers on big brother. Yeah, I'd watch. Um, so then TJ says, okay, Polly and Natalie, congratulations. You pulled the double cross. You're going to go into the elimination and I will get your decision on who you will face in the elimination tonight when we enter the Armageddon, a.k.a. the soccer ball. Nice. We go to the main house. Um, Everybody is eating. And, um, oh, you know what? Hold that thought. Holding thought. You know, what I have, uh, my issue here is I, 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 
I don't mind that we have a redemption house. Yeah. Um, it does add a little bit of uh, drama to this game. Yeah. But I don't want the entire episode to revolve around redemption house drama. Right. Because now we're we're just recycling storylines. Like I, I get it, and and it works out pretty pretty nicely in this in this episode. But it there is so many people on this show that like I'm not getting enough of everybody in every episode. Right. They're really really scaling down the characters in each episode. You know what, Nick? That brings me to a point that I would like to make, which is make I, it. I got right then. I got a little flustered with my notes about thirty seconds ago. Yeah, yeah, just now. I got yeah, and you, it's you heard me vamp. You heard me cover for it like a yeah, pro. Nick stepped in right. He went right up to the plate. He hit a home run. Now what happens? I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. I take notes on a yellow legal pad. Yeah. Now, sometimes my notes, um, you know, I, they get messed. They get turned around. Sometimes there's old notes from old shows. So when I turned the page and I started doing this next note, I wrote, uh, everybody's at the main house eating. And then Derek walks in. And I thought to myself, wait a minute. Derek's not on this show. This must be an old note from an old show, which goes right to your point, which is that we are not getting enough of everyone in the main house because we're so focused on the redemption house. You're trying to tell me you forgot about Are You the One Derek altogether? <laughs> forgot and you about thought him. Derek K was back in this house. Yes, 100%. That's what wow. just happened. You thought you flashed back to uh, Dirty 30. I thought I was. I thought it was an old Dirty 30 notebook. By the way, we're keeping these legal pads, and at some point we will auction them off. Yeah, they will be available. Available on our Patreon in the year 2025. Yep. Um, so we're at the main house. We're eating. Derek walks in. Are you the one fame Derek? Fame. I mean, <laughs> come on now. And he's like, um, I got a message from TJ. It basically says, everybody get up right now and get on the bus and come meet me. And everybody's like, what? And he's like, yeah, we got to go right now. And everybody's like, Derek said it. Should we believe him? I don't even know if he's on this show. <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> um, so everybody from the main house, uh, they show up at Armageddon, but they're all dressed normally. They're wearing like jean jackets and they look confused and drenched. Um, it's pouring. It's pouring. But you know what's interesting? It's only pouring in the soccer ball because they have like the post elimination interviews outside of the soccer ball not raining it's it, well uh, they could be trying to make it harder by putting stuff but also if you you could see that tj the back of him is wet when he's doing it but he's not being rained on at all mm. i believe that they're putting netting over the interview for the cameras and stuff like that so tj's not getting poured on but those while they're the the audience of this elimination is just getting drenched the entire time yeah so uh they it could be either way because we do know in the past that they, right. for drama purposes, they have added rain to some of these eliminations. And we're talking about the Susie Meister elimination in the ruins where she went up against, I don't know, some gal where they wrestled over. Emily. Oh, is I that th who it was? I, I think it might have been Emily Schramm. They wrestled. No. Emily Schramm. Yeah, I think so. But wow. it's okay. It doesn't matter. Not important. Another season from years ago, before you were even born. S sorry, listener. I uh, kicked over my old legal pad from 22 <laughs> years ago when I was recapping this uh, from, from uh, uh, alone in my Guys, let's room. get back to the soccer ball. Okay, okay everybody's in it, and they're getting rained on. Come on, come on, come on. 
and the regular, the main cast is like, what's going on? Then the Redemption House comes out. And this is a time for a bunch of the couples to talk about how they miss each other on camera and in interviews. Brad misses Brittany. Zach misses Jenna. You know, Zach says Jenna looks like a little angel. You know, everybody's going back and forth. Someone starts making boner jokes. Someone's getting into Brad having a boner. Tony, it's Tony. And he keeps talking about time. But this time, Brad's boner is pointing at 12 is what he is saying yeah you know classic uh uh johnny humor just poisoning the rest of the well yeah everybody's got the sickness Mm. so get down with it tj tells them that uh paulie and natalie have pulled the double cross so they will be going into the elimination and that's when cam says man and in her interview she goes like i don't want to see paulie and natalie i just got rid of them last night which makes me realize this is in the past 24 hours they have had two eliminations i did not realize this until going into this this one. This season seems to be in real time. It is creepy crawling slowly by. Um, so TJ's like, okay, guys, Polly and Natalie, you pulled the double cross. You're going into the elimination. Who do you want to go against? And this is when Polly really, he goes to the, he is Luther nailing his thesis on the church's door. He is making a statement about this whole show and what he is going, not Luther, Malcolm. Whoever did it, okay, with Christianity? I think it's Freddy. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just... Ugh, world history buffs are going to be upset. Um, so, it's Luther. Lutheran, Lutherism? Yeah. yeah. Lutheran, sure. Lutheran. I okay. don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm bringing God into this, guys. I Listen, apologize. Uh, it's late. The it's more late. you talk about religion, I feel a schism between you and I. I'm saying that Polly is standing on the rock declaring his soul, and he says... TJ, there are some people in the main house that I would like to face right now, but since I can't send them home, I'm going to go after their girls, and I am sending Brittany home, and I am sending Jenna home. That's right. I want to go against Jose and Devon in this elimination, and then we get a little Amanda. We get a little interview from her. Once again, reminding me that she is in the house. Yeah, haven't seen her in the house at all, just in interviews. Just in interviews. You know we didn't see it all? This um, episode was Joss. Didn't see him once for a second. Yeah. I saw Tori, but only like as a character in the background. Yeah. Um, So Amanda, basically her interview, the whole point of her interview is to be like, man, Polly, that's weak. Yeah. That's weak. And so uh, Brittany says goodbye to Brad. Jenna says goodbye to Zach. I was actually kind of shocked by this because in the past when people have had to go home they don't get to say goodbye to their significant others it's more of like waving they let the girlfriends join the cast and hug and kiss and britney's jumping all over brad and then we get some exit interviews we get a um a jemmy and jenna exit interview where they're basically like hey the good thing that came out of this season is we're friends now and then we get a britney and chuck exit interview and they're like hey the good thing that came out of this season is that we're friends now we're back in each other's life so you know the challenge repairing relationships maybe maybe so natalie to paulie she says under her breath i wasn't expecting that speech if you're paulie's partner nick 
How do you feel right now after he just called out all those guys in the house and Awful. said, I feel terrible. I'm sending your girls home. Yeah, I feel terrible because it's not going to help her game at all. That Doing that is not going to, getting multiple teams, strong teams mad at you at this point in the game is not going to help you. Why is he doing that? Because he's mad. He's pissed off and he wants to hurt them. He's pissed. He's pissed. So Natalie, then in her interview, she's like, Polly, she's like, he wrapped us in some tape and he put a sign on us and he hung us from a tree and then he put us in the trash can. And she goes on this very long metaphor that just confused Nick and I. Yeah. Um, and then TJ explains how this elimination is going to work. There are two cages. Each team is in the cage. Once in the cage, they have to bust out their hammers that are kind of stuck um, in the wall. And then once their hammers are busted out, then they have to use those hammers to crack a block of ice. Once the block of ice is cracked, they can crawl out of their cage. Um, before we go in, we see the teams getting interviewed. And Jose seems so unsure of himself like if i was going up against this guy in elimination i'd be like oh we have it he's basically already forfeited he looks afraid but he also looks more secure than he did in champs versus stars because his teammate he trusts yeah so oh and by the way can i just say that i am loving devon in her um her interviews she is so funny she's especially this elimination part she brought so much energy to it um so it starts these two the guys get their hammers out right away um then it comes down to the girls so it's natalie and devon will they be able to get their hammers out of this wall it's just going it's natalie doesn't seem to have any torque i mean the girl is a flop in elimination yeah right now she's uh did not get the concept on how to get this thing out you have to really smack the wood part as you can't slow down as you're pulling it and pull really fast and then slow down it's got to be the other way around and it was a struggle, but uh, Devon got it through. And then um, um, Polly starts getting angry and really yelling at Natalie and, and trying to be supportive at the same time. And Natalie's just not doing it. And then all of a sudden they go for the uh, Devon and Jose go for the ice and they break through the ice and they get they crawl through their thing and bing, bang, boom. They are the winners. I could not believe it. So, that is right. Jose and Devon won. So now Polly and uh, Natalie get to go back to the redemption house, but they are pissed off. And the, and, and tension is rising now between uh, the people in the main house and now the only people remaining in the redemption house, Polly and Natalie. Polly is so pissed after they lose and everyone is laughing at him. And then Polly and Kyle start exchanging words. Cara Maria, by the way, smiling ear to ear behind Kyle, like, like poking her head out, like, oh, oh, you know, this is, this has got to be fun having these two guys fight over you to some degree, right? Because that's what's underneath all of us. I mean, sure. sure, it's like pointless drama and like we're adults, but we're also on a reality television show. She said it many times that she just wants to get this guy pissed, yeah. Kyle, and it's working. It's working. Yep. It is working. So then all of a sudden, Zach starts talking shit. I'm not sure how, what, this all happens so quickly, but now Zach and Polly are yelling at each other. And that's when the bodyguards show up, these two big guys who are holding Polly back. And, but Polly can't not stop talking shit natalie's begging him yeah, to stop and they're, and they're screaming and yelling at one another threatening each other's lives that, yeah uh, basically kyle says oh you're really tough and he challenges him to come 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 at me right now come yeah. at me right now and then that's when everybody starts screaming and yelling at one another 
And then uh, it basically turns into Pauly kind of cooling down and those guys sort of laughing at him. And uh, then Pauly drops this bomb that Ashley tipped before for us. He says, Brad, I did you a favor because Brittany has been cheating on you and she was going to kiss. She kissed you with the same mouth she kissed Chuck with. Yeah. And she said, I, she said, I love you to him too, Brad. She said, I love you to him too. And as soon as Pauly said this, the look on Brad's face is utter sorrow. It his face drops. Everyone stops laughing and Brad looks like he believes it. Super sad. Yeah. And doesn't say anything back. It doesn't say anything back. And then in an interview he's saying, "You know what? Something hasn't felt right for a few days." Yeah. So I kind of believe it. And what that's What does that mean? He's talking about his gut. He's yeah, saying something has felt off mm. and now he's saying, "Oh, mm. that must have been what it is." But Brad, what it really is is that you're in a house with a bunch of maniacs. Yeah. And And you, you're one of them. You're one of them. You're a bunch of insane people cut off from other insane people and you're feeling weird because everyone would feel weird in your situation. And in fact, everyone is feeling weird in your situation. Brittany did not cheat on you, Brad. So that's pretty much how we end it. We, uh, oh, oh no. no, that's not how we end it. Because oh. um, then we have a little Natalie and Polly post-elimination interview where Polly's giving Natalie a pep talk. She's crying. And then we see them back at the Redemption House. We see them walk back in to the Redemption House and regroup. And Polly says, I'm going after Zach. I'm going after Brad. I'm going after Kyle. They're all the biggest pussies I know. Hey, Polly, you use the word pussies too much. FYI. Draw, think of a new word, okay? That's all I got to say. But he is setting the stage for next episode, next week. What's going to happen Will this love triangle continue? Now it's kind of like a hexagon. We got Brad in there and Brittany in there. Polly is making waves. We have two triangles now. They, they have, have crossed over each other. Yeah. Two isosceles triangles. They're trying yeah. to become obtuse. It's a star of David, if you will, <laughs> <laughs> of love. God, and this really brings us back to the religion aspect of all of it. You know it. Well, guys, that was the episode. Um, and, uh, you know, we love to recap this show every single week. We also have episodes coming out every Monday morning for you. And on those episodes, we just kind of talk about reality. We'll usually pick a show. We talk about it. reality and our lives. And our lives. You get it's lots a lot of, fun. of details it's about all who real. we are. Yep. <laughs> You get it all. Um, please follow us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. You can find me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. You can find Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. You can email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. And if you could take a second out of your day to rate us five stars on the Apple Pod app, it will make my day oh by the way today right now is my birthday guys so, it's really ashley's birthday we're doing this on july 31st it's still july 31st thank god do ashley the biggest present thing ever rate and review our podcast please review. come on now it'll make her year yeah it'll make my year and um hey nick may the tjb with you and also paulie's got it coming <laughs>